You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Well, Lauren, I know that you're a, a stats gal, and I've got a couple of numbers, actually four numbers that I'd like to go over with you if, you, if you're ready. This kind of a little okay. bit of a quiz, all right? So these all are right. four numbers. First number is 101. Second number is 104. Third number is 131. Fourth number is 139. And I will give you a hint. These are not the combination to my high school locker. <laughs> well, I'd hope not, because that would have been a heck of a lock there with those big numbers. <laughs> it was a tough lock. It was um, a tough lock. I don't know. I mean, they started out sounding like um, numbers like for classes, but I don't think that we're going back to school. I mean, at least I hope. So I don't know what it is. Consumer spending numbers um, well, those, for Christmas? That's a good guess. That's it. Whoa, close. You're getting closer. So as of today... Monday, August the 16th. It's 101 days to Thanksgiving. Ah, it's, 100, okay. it's 104 days to Hanukkah. It's 131 days to Christmas. And believe it or not, Lauren, it's only 139 days until the end of 2021. Well, we're here. It's happening. So time to start planning. So with all that being said, Lauren, I think that we should jump right in and talk a little bit about holiday marketing and how to leverage uh, the upcoming holidays and end of year uh, to the benefit of our listeners' uh, marketing approaches. Fair enough? Sounds good. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about, I'll kick off with a couple of little things to think about here. So it is the end of the year coming up on Q4. It's important for everyone to understand that Q4 is a little bit different than everything else, especially with um, 2021, or I recently saw 2020 2.0, which I think some of us are kind of working through a little bit. Um, but I think there are some pretty quick and easy ways to look at marketing um, for the holidays. First of all, I think I should kind of throw this out here and we can kind of chew on it or go from there is I don't think it's ever too early. I you mentioned, and I've seen it on TV, you know, people are already starting to buy uh, gifts for Christmas or Hanukkah um, with the uh, transportation shortage and the shortage of inventory. Um, I don't think it's too early to start thinking about um, holiday marketing. Do you? Definitely not. And especially getting your plan and, you know, ideas together and what your budget is, I think are the most important first steps. Um, I mean, it is mid-August, so I mean, August is basically over, um, so definitely not too early. And those are really good points. You know, um, I hope that everyone does not wait till the last minute um, <laughs> and cause shortages and, you know, kind of panic buying as far as when holidays come around, um, like we saw last year. But that's a great point that, you know, supply and demand is still really strained right now, so it's not a bad idea to go ahead and start even, you know, getting your plan in place and maybe deploying some things early to encourage, you know, kind of some early um, shoppers. So, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, let me run through a little bit of some eight strategies to consider going off of that um, first piece about being early. So I think that everyone needs to understand that um, simplicity sometimes cuts through a lot of the um, babble, if you will, during the holiday uh, shopping, spending, marketing, advertising time. It's important just to you know, stop getting uh, caught up in the hustle and bustle and uh, just smart, start small with holiday campaigns and see how it goes and then be able to, you know, second point, react and adapt. So sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And especially in, you know, 2021, uh, there are a lot of things that are just, uh, that are going to work and there aren't. Um, I still remember thinking last year we were like, direct mail is coming back. It's making a comeback. I don't know that I would have ever in my right mind thought that we would be thinking direct mail. So, I mean, it's always something very interesting. Um, and then content-driven approach for marketing. You know, there's so much fluff and people are like, hey, buy this or, and this is shiny. I think that if you give some type of added value a consumer guide, some type of um, information that's added for that either product or service you're trying to um, get folks to buy during the holiday season. It's really important. Once again, back to the first point, you can't do that on a whim. That's not something you sit down in the afternoon and start hammering out content. It's something that you truly have to give uh, some time with, uh, provide a little bit of a budget with to to create that content. Um be prepared for that competition. I mean, everyone is coming out of the woodworks. 2020 was a horrific year for most of us, most everybody. So a lot of people are trying to make up for that. Uh, so be prepared. Also, I think it's important for us to consider maybe influencer marketing. Um, that's something that we discussed uh, earlier in this season. I think it was episode uh, 14 where, uh, you know, you basically partner or, basically hire an influencer to uh, spread the word on their social media channels. Uh, Just a key point from that is make sure that you choose the right influencer for your audience. Uh, That's very important. Uh, And then don't forget about your existing customers. Uh, One thing that we all seem to do is want to get new, new, new. But sometimes your existing customers already have a stake in your product or service. And those are folks that are more uh, familiar with your brand and might be willing to buy another or take another uh, look at uh, what you're doing. And then finally, we talked about uh, start now, but it's also important to avoid, you know, creating some type of false urgency. There are real reasons to buy, whether that's uh, limited inventory. Uh, Lauren, you and I actually earlier last week went in uh, down to one of our car dealer uh, clients and he used the phrase onesies and twosies, which I thought was very interesting in the car dealership uh, world. They're not getting big trucks of inventory; they're getting one or two vehicles at a time, and uh, specifically what vehicles they are. So it's important to create a real reason to buy uh, for that consumer. What other thoughts do you have on that, Lauren? Any anything that I touched on that you want to elaborate on? Well, a lot of those are, you know, really good points and ideas. I think that my big thing is just being prepared. So that's knowing, you know, if you do have a product, knowing what your inventory or at least a really good educated guess of what your inventory will be. 
um, and what you can offer. So no matter if you're product-based, service-based, or, you know, a destination or something like that, know what you can offer and make sure you're focusing on that. You know, you don't want to sell 50 widgets if you only have five. So that's, you know, um, and be prepared, I guess, for competition too. So how are you going to set yourself apart? Um, what is the message that is going to resonate with your consumers? Like you said, kind of like your bread and butter current existing world. And then if you get, you know, new consumers on top of that, that's, you know, extra. So don't forget that your, uh, like your current customer base and those that have been loyal to you and supported you, um, target those people first or your low hanging fruit, um, and be prepared just to set yourself apart. So if everyone else is offering, you know, X, make sure you're, you're offering X and Y. And I think a big part of that comes in the customer service side, as well as your messaging, you know, what's unique telling your story, um, how can you look visually different from your competition? So something that you touched on earlier also that I really liked is creating, you know, like a buyer's guide or a gift guide, or, you know, even if you're service-based, it could be something like that for your different audiences. Mm -hmm. I really like that idea. And that goes into, you know, customer service. Um, If you can lay things out easy or give people ideas, because I think that's always also a struggle during the holiday season is like, I don't know where to start if I'm gift, you know, gift giving and what do I get everyone? So if you can give ideas and kind of make it full circle and just super easy and unique, I think that that's, you know, a great place to start. Um, You know, even thinking about other holidays, like even Thanksgiving, like people who are um, maybe cooking or don't know if they can cook for their family or have people over this year, giving them ideas of other things to do or experiences while family is in town, things like that, just being unique and giving people just make it easy, I guess, is what, you know, I'm looking for. When I'm scrolling through Instagram, if I see, you know, just a store, for instance, that has it really laid out for me, like, you know, really easy, like this would be great for your, you know, friend or whatever, or looking Mm -hmm. for gifts for your husband, here you go. Um, I love that. And then it, you know, it sparks ideas, and it makes it easy, like one click or a phone call, and it's done. So I think that those are my big things. Um, The other thing is what I kind of touched on earlier was, you know, don't be afraid to kind of start early. I mean, we all get annoyed when we walk in a certain store and, you know, it's summer and they already have out Christmas stuff. But I also understand why. Um, But I don't don't be afraid to start early. Now, not saying that you have to go full on, you know, Christmas right now or anything like that. But teasers or pre-Christmas or different things like that, or going ahead and getting out these gift guides or putting that kind of buzz in people's ears. I think that that's really smart too. So I think the timing and just uniqueness um, and customer service are like my big three things to, you know, really focus on. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, you said something there and we really didn't touch about earlier, but I think the holidays give a sense of normalcy to people. I mean, you, you said, and I'm totally, you know, in with this, like you walk into Walmart or Hobby Lobby or whatever the store. Yeah, you're calling them out. Like, I was trying to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Just bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, well, they've already got the Christmas stuff up. We don't, yeah. we haven't even had Thanksgiving or Halloween or whatever. But, you know, I also see a lot of people, and I'm kind of this way too, like, you know, it might be 101 degrees out, but am I ready for, you know, pumpkin cinnamon lattes? Yeah, maybe. It's not necessarily that I want, you know. Uh, hot hot coffee it's just the fact that 
it just provides some type of touchstone, if you will. It just provides some type of like, okay, we kind of made it. And then there's, there's hope for the next year. You know, I mean, I think there's so many sentiments involved um, with the end of the year and holidays that I don't, I don't, I think people are open to it. I just do. I think that's where we are. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch base on, which you did a great job on, but uh, we didn't really mention, <clears throat> which this goes both ways. I have kind of a creative ideas. Um, if you're a retailer or a for-profit organization, think about partnering with a nonprofit. Think about, you know, giving back a little bit. And that doesn't have to be, you know, 50% of your holiday sales. It can be, you know, I, I always think about like buy a sock, give a sock kind of thing or something mm-hmm. like that, where it's just that way. On the other hand, you know, we represent or work with a lot of um, nonprofit organizations. There is nothing wrong for you to basically be available for that. Um, you know, maybe even go down to your local um, retailer, or your local, um, you know, whatever uh, service provider, product provider. I'm trying to think locally, you know, a, a boutique or a jeweler or, a, you know, a restaurant or something like that. And just say like, hey. We're looking for a partner to, you know, work with through the holiday season. Uh, here are some opportunities for them. You know, it, we we would then push um, our stakeholders, our membership uh, to your establishment, to the retail establishment and vice versa. You know, I mean, there are a lot of ways to really uh, leverage the holidays from both sides there. So. Right. Well, and things like, you know, I always love when businesses do like angel trees and then that gets people coming in your place too, you know, to see like, oh, I want to get, you know, a name off the angel tree or I want to drop off a donation for X or, you know, however that is too. So it, it does work both ways, whichever way you want to, but community partnerships, I always love that idea too. Even if it's, you know, a certain item, a percentage of the profit goes to something, I always love that too. It makes it special. So definitely love that idea. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, you know, like I said, we're basically 140 days away from the end of the year and we've got a lot of stuff happening. Like, you know, it's, it's weird because I feel like we get to the middle of a month and then it's kind of already over. It's like a slide or something. You climb mm-hmm. up halfway and then woo, zip down. But I mean, it's going to be September to October, October, November. We all know how it goes. So if we don't get into that planning mode, if we're not prepared for the end of the year, which is obviously going to happen, then um, the reality is we, you guys may not capture the, the sales that you need to grow for 2022, which is right, right. around the corner, Lauren. So uh, happy, happy new year, Lauren, 100, 100, <laughs> right. 100 days away. So, well, cool. All right. Well, I think this wraps up our G Factor podcast for this week. And uh, if you didn't catch it, make sure you go back to uh, number 14 and and check out Influencer Marketing. So uh, for the G Factor podcast, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.